that eye-opening? Uh, that's a video about uh, just the man on the street uh, in uh, New York City. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? So, uh, anybody in the air ever play uh, along with Jeopardy at home? Yeah, here, here's what we do at our house. If, if somebody guesses and we get it right, everybody says, good job. We ignore the next 13 we miss. But if we get the $200 one, we're doing pretty good. If we, by chance, can get the right answer to one of the $1,000 or $2,000 questions, we're the genius of the house for the next 24 hours. It's incredible. And then when you do get beat up on Jeopardy, then you watch Wheel of Fortune to redeem yourself. But it's about asking questions. About asking questions. Jesus is with his disciples in Matthew chapter 16, and they're walking. And, and when the Bible talks about Jesus and his disciples walking, that was the form of teaching. That was the teaching style of the day. The formal uh, classroom that we know is relatively new in history. Most of the time, a teacher would walk, and his entourage, his posse, would just be with him, and, and he would pose questions, or he would see something and make a comment, and it was about an interaction in education. And in Matthew 16, I believe it's 16 through 19, they're walking, and Jesus asks his disciples, he poses this question. He says, who do men say that I am and they began to answer and I, and, I, and I found it interesting that they began to answer and they said some say you're John the Baptist other Elijah or one of the other prophets and, and you notice that they were around people when they heard them that were speaking of Jesus in a positive light I'm sure that if they would have been around the Pharisees they would have saw him in a negative light but, it, but they only focus on the ones that were around Jesus that believed in him but didn't really know who he was and they said he was a prophet he was because uh, they, they had heard perhaps they'd even seen him heal people or or uh, restore the lame or the blind eye they knew that Jesus was a man of God and they thought he was a prophet and Jesus poses the most amazing and the most profound question that anybody can have and it's simply this who do you say that I am your answer to that question will determine whether you spend eternity in heaven or you spend eternity in torment. Who do you say Jesus is? It is the most significant, the most profound question you will ever answer in your life. Because your life depends on it. I would even go on to say that once you recognize him as the apostles said, they said, 
Peter said, you're the Christ. You're the Son of God. And Jesus looked at him and said, you are Peter. He said, you're blessed, Peter. He said, you are Peter, you are Petra, you are a stone. But upon this rock, upon the answer to this question, I will build my church, which is you and I, and the very gates of hell will not prevent the church. What he was saying is, no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, whether you have a pedigree or not, if you know that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, when he calls your name, you shall arise. Death itself has no hold on you. He said, you're the Christ, the Son of God. It's important. It's important to understand that. If you want eternal life, you have to trust in Him. I don't believe it's as simple as saying the Lord's Prayer. That's a start. That is a start. But it's about a passionate relationship with Him. Many on that day will say, Lord, Lord, not enter in. But they that have done the will of my Father. When Jesus posed that question to his disciples, he was saying, you need to know who I am. Jesus is our Savior. But how you see Jesus will determine how he works in your life. If you see Jesus as the little baby in the manger, helpless, but full of love. And you understand the Christmas story that God condescended and became man, put on robes of humility, became one of us. What an amazing story. But if that's how you see Jesus, you are limiting yourself on who he really is. If you see him on the cross, the man that lived a sinless life, 33 and a half years, no sin, crucified, his friends left, ran, fled. He's on the cross, and he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And if you see him there and you realize that what put him on the cross was your sins and you ask for forgiveness, his blood will cleanse you. It's important to understand who Jesus is. But let's go on a little farther. For the next few weeks, I want to speak about who Jesus is. Today, I want to look in John, if you would go to that passage of scripture here's the story is this that that jesus has heard that his friend lazarus is sick and his two sisters martha and mary have sent for him and said lord if you come you need to come and heal my brother because he is really sick and jesus waits until lazarus is dead Jesus waits not one day, not two days, three days, but he had been dead four days. And when Jesus finally arrives, Martha, which is the sister of Mary, and loves Jesus, 
She says this in verse 21. She says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I want to think about that passage for a minute. She understood that Jesus could heal her brother. She had no doubt. She didn't say, you might have helped him, you might have healed him. She said, if you would have been here, he would be healed. I know it. She goes on to say, I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. But if you would have been here, he wouldn't have died. And then there's another comment that Jesus makes. If you would go to that next slide. Jesus says to her, your brother will live again. Her brother is buried in a tomb now four days. And she says, Jesus, if you would have been here, you would have healed him. And Jesus says, your brother is going to live again. And Martha answers, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. See, they believed in the resurrection. The only one that didn't believe in the resurrection were the Sadducees, because they were sad, you see. She believed in a resurrection at the last day. We believe in the resurrection at the last day. She was talking to Jesus and heard Jesus, get this, are you ready? From the understanding of what she had. She said, I know there will be a resurrection at the last day. And she interpreted what Jesus said as your brother will rise again based on her knowledge of what will be. And then look at what Jesus says to her. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Not that there will be a resurrection, but I am the resurrection. My friends, if you and I are going to rise on that day, it will be for no other reason that the Lord will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ. It's because he will call your name. If Christ Jesus does not call your name, you will not rise. Not because there is that, 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 that there's another way, but Jesus said all power had been given to him. He is the resurrection. There is no other way. That's why he said, you have to come through me. Life has been granted to Christ. Christ is the only one that will call your name on that day. It's more than just talking to him. It's more than accepting him as Lord and Savior. He is the resurrection. He was telling Martha, I know that, that, that your brother will rise on the last day, but I'm the resurrection. I can raise anybody to life any time I want. Do you see him as the one that can raise the situations in your life that are dead, if he speaks to them, they shall arise. It doesn't matter if the gates of hell are prevailing against you. If Christ speaks on your behalf, it does not matter. Christ's word will come. 
Because Christ is powerful. Christ is. To say, I'm not only the resurrection, but I am the life. Not only will you rise, but if you want eternal life, it's not separate and apart from Christ. Are you hearing that? When you think about heaven, if you think that your eternal life is going to be separate and apart from Christ, it's not going to happen. Because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. Eternal life is found in him. Eternal life is bound in him. Our eternal life is found in our relationship with him, in nothing else but our relationship with Christ. He said that I am the resurrection. I am the life. We serve him because of that. I'm going to ask our praise team to come back. Uh, This is going to be an intro. We get to do something amazing right now. I had a phone call. Uh, a couple days ago and said uh, and Jen uh, I said hello and Jen said my daughter wants to talk to you and I said "All right." and little Reagan Reagan Brill talked to me said pastor I want to be baptized (laughs) and I asked her I said, okay, do you know what baptism is? And she was better at explaining it than I am. She knows. And thank God for Sunday school teachers and thank God for godly moms that teach their children. Pray for moms and pray for Sunday school teachers and pray for dads. But we are getting ready to partake in communion, and I just remembered, uh, Wayne, would you join me over here on, on this side? And Tom, would you help serve on this side? As we approach the Lord's table, I want to enter into this, this series, this ministry uh, over the next few weeks of who Jesus really is. And I want to come out of it with a better understanding of the power and majesty and glory of Christ. I want to come out of it with seeing Jesus far more than what we think he is and understand who he really is and and the benefits of trusting in him. So as we approach the Lord's table, can I encourage you today? Before we partake, and I'm going to, ask that we would come down receive the elements and then uh, one of our elders Chad is going to pray and then we'll partake together and then we'll have baptism but as, as you come would you reflect and say Lord show me your glory don't let me see a little bit of you don't let me see just a part of you show me your glory 
Show me your majesty, show me your righteousness, and allow the light of the Spirit of God to shine bright in me that if there's some hidden thing in me, it will be manifest and I can rid myself of it so that you can fill me afresh. Let's walk with him. The Lord's table is open.